Good morning, good afternoon, or good night. I am Chris DiMartino on this beautiful October 29th, 2020. Jake, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, How was your Chris. day? How was your day? It was pretty good. You know, just pretty mundane like the weather right now, but uh, I'm happy to be here. Happy, happy to be talking shop with the one, the only, Cristo Ball. Thank you, thank you. They say I'm the best in the business at what I do. That's why I'm here tonight. Who is they? Me. You say that about yourself? Yes. And you promote it as they said that? Yes. Okay. But you called me out. It's so going to be that kind of show. Yep. So, um, we will start off with some World Series talk. And um, if I'm not really paying attention to you guys today, that's because I'm watching the Falcons game. I'm about to put some money on it. So, um, just bear, bear with me here. Um, World Series talk. Uh, what the hell was Kevin Cash thinking taking out Blake Snell when he was on cruise control? I just don't understand that. I mean, he, he outcoached himself. He outmanaged himself. He shouldn't even be a starter next year. But that guy is a great manager. He Every night he goes to sleep, he should be thinking that he fucked up because he did. Even Blake Snell said it. That locker room said it. Players like Noah Syndergaard said it. It's just unbelievable. He handed the Dodgers the ring, and I just can't believe it. Yeah, so I actually conveniently watched Moneyball. Uh, I think two weekends ago. It might have been last weekend. It's on It's on Netflix now. I recommend it to anybody who hasn't watched it yet. You obviously know the story if you're following this and you're a sports fan. Um, and they said, and there, there was a line that said, you know, this type of this type of constructing your roster and running an organization, it wins games, but it doesn't win championships and it doesn't win playoff series. And I think that was on full display Tuesday night. It just anybody watching that game, especially a manager that's been in baseball his whole life, should have his pulse on how his players and his ace are performing and just know to leave them in. I mean, it was a single by the nine hitter for the Dodgers, the catcher, Austin Barnes, that unraveled the whole thing. Uh, a horrible decision. I think anybody with half of a brain could realize that at the time. And Kevin Cash, the Dodgers didn't beat. The Rays, in my opinion, the computers, they the Rays had the computers beat themselves. So, Kevin Cash, you're an idiot. I get it. You believe in analytics. You'll die on that hill of analytics. But like Blake Snell said, he was cruising. He, w- he would have made adjustments if he had to, seeing that lineup for the third time. He gets it, but he was pissed off for good reason. I mean, you got you got Rosa Reynas setting the tone early in the first inning, going ding-dong shot off Tony Gosling. And you're one nothing cruising, and then now you got to screw up in the bottom of the sixth. I just, it's do or die. You live by Blake Snell, you die by Blake Snell. Yeah, especially um, the announcers made a good point. The Rays were in a five game series and a seven game series. Their bullpen was worked heavy, hard, especially with how much and how frequently they go to them. This is your chance to ride with your ace, like you know the teams of old have done. In do or die situations, your best player versus their best players. And guess what? At that point, it was 0 for 8. The top four hitters for the Dodgers with seven strikeouts against Snell. What do you have to change? He didn't have to change anything. He didn't have to make adjustments. The hitters were the ones making the adjustments. Like, why? I, 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 I don't get it. 
especially this this far into the postseason, how 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 much the bullpen guys have been worked and downright ineffective at times. Roll with your ace, see what happens. He won you game two to tie it up. Nobody would have blamed you for leaving him in just a little bit longer. So the Rays are in good hands, even though their manager outmanaged himself. They got the number one prospect in Wonder Franco. They got Rosa Reina, who just came out of nowhere in the trade and the deal. They love him there. You got Meadows. You got a bright future here for the Rays. If for the Dodgers, good for them. I mean, it's about time. About just to time. exercise the demons. Like I said, I, I get they're not a small market team, and they're you know hard to kind of root for because of the notoriety they bring, but they've constructed the roster the right way. It's not their fault that they have the kind of capital to be able to pull off moves like getting Mookie Betts to take him over the top. But you never want to see any team, in my opinion, lose three out of four years. That's just, I mean, like that's A, hard to do, but B, tough to see. Um, they've got a great group, great group of guys that are good for baseball. So whatever. I don't think anybody could be mad. They're not like the Yankees. That's the only team I think anybody you would are, be happy. Sorry, Jay. You are one in six, and you're kicking a field goal? It's, it's come, come on. That, this is BS. BS. I hope the Falcons lose to – all right, whatever. That pissed me off. Okay. Falcon, Falcons going to Falcon. Teams don't change. You're one in teams, six. Teams don't change. You're one in six. Why are we kicking a field goal? I don't know. On fourth and one. I would never – I would never punt – or I wouldn't even roster a kicker or a punt. I'd go for oh, – that shit. Personally. Right, That's probably why I'm not a job. Or Anyways. I don't have a job. So Coach it wouldn't be a – it wouldn't be 2020. Or the MLB 60-game season without a little, you know, the hell was that? Um, Justin Turner. So, something happened where he got, where he tested positive before the game. They knew it. They thought it was false positive, so they tested him again, and apparently he came up, I don't know when, but he was notified in the sixth inning. He left. They They put him in a room and quarantined him. They said, stay here. And then after the game... He, they told him to stay here. He didn't. He disobeys orders, goes onto the field, and affects everybody. And some shady, some shady's going on there. And I don't know what it is, but there needs to be consequences. Certainly, yeah, definitely. He he left, and you really didn't know why. And you could tell the announcers really didn't know why. Uh, you found out later on. I was actually asleep at the time because I thank you, Ken. I, I, I turned it off directly after they won just because I don't need to watch a celebration for a team that isn't, you know, my hometown or, or, or somebody I'm directly rooting for. So definitely strange, um, weird, um, considering the the facts that have been told to the public in terms of when he knew, how they reacted, like what really was their – It was weird how they was took when they, it was when they were winning, plan. though. That's, that's – yeah. is that weird? That, that's so, weird. Well, well, from what I understand, the, the, the MLB said take him out. But, like, what were they going to do if they didn't take him out? Like, were they going to f- have to forfeit the game? So, the Dodgers took him out, but they then, you know, I, I don't know if they politely asked him to, you know, not celebrate or if they told him not to and he defied orders. But it was recommended at, at the minimum, and he just didn't listen. Um, and not only did he know, knowingly have a positive test and go back out there, which is just, you know, irresponsible. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. It just is irresponsible. Um, considering, you know, the rate of transmission that we, you know, know has bare minimum inside clubhouses. Look at the Cardinals. Look at the Marlins. Look at the Titans in the NFL. Uh, he was celebrating with people, took his mask down and everything. I mean, that, that's just blatant disregard to other people around there. There was more than just, you know, healthy strapping players. There was, you know, wives, reporters, children, 
Oh, everybody. The whole team. Yeah, so it, it was just a weird, weird situation. Like you said, there's no chance the MLB would have – MLB season would have ended without this, without some sort of drama to, to, you know, serve as the nightcap. But hopefully, you know, more facts can come out or anything. I don't see any real discipline going to be handed down. I think they're just going to try to wash their hands of it and then hope, hope, hope against all hope that things are cleared up by, you know, spring training. Yeah, we'll uh, sweep this. They, they'll sweep this under the rug for sure. And um, our next episode, we will release our all-star votes for each position. That is going on now for the MLB. So I'm wondering who they will get, and um, we will see what ours is and what theirs is and see if we're right and wrong. Fantastic. We will um, switch the curve here to the NFL season. Um, we know who teams are by now. We know that the Steelers are for real. You know the Chiefs are for real. Lamar's a fraud. Oh, whoops. All right, Lamar, you know, not a, he's – He's a fraud. He's fraud adjacent. He's a fraud adjacent. Yes. Fraud adjacent. Yes, we know Tom Brady can still ball. We know Rodgers is feeling young as ever. Yeah, I, it's. It, we it, know the Jets stink. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it is incredibly hard for teams and players to you know remain undefeated and remain on you know the MVP whatever pace people put them on early in the season. But at this point, people have played at least six. Most teams have played seven games. They are revealing themselves to be, you know, pretenders, contenders, what we thought they were, different from what the expectations were. Uh, teams teams and players, you know, like the Steelers, like Rodgers, like you said, are showing that they aren't here to play around, that last year or whatever was in Mirage, that all they needed was, like, a little bit more health, a little, you know, not even luck, really. Um, just, just, just more health and a chance to prove themselves. Uh, Tom Brady, change of scenery, everybody, you know, it was they were pitting Patriots and Buccaneers. You know, which one was going to be more successful? The answer is pretty clear at this point. Uh, entertaining season up to this point and another great sled of games. Yeah, so for all you Packer fans out there, I'm talking to you. This is what's going to happen. You're going to get your home field game or you're going to get your playoff spot. And then Rodgers is going to go out there, face a real defense, get shut down like he did against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then you guys are going to bitch that he doesn't have a defense, and then it's the same carousel all over again. Oh, absolutely. But I think that the Packers should get like an extra half win every time the Cowboys lose by at least 20 points because they just look more like a genius for getting rid of Mike McCarthy every single week. I'd hate to be Mike right now. Oh, that's right. I know. I mean, I, it's, it's not even his fault. Oh, uh, no. I mean, he's just – I mean, he's your typical retread coach. But what happens typically with guys, you know, you know, the Jeff Fishers and the Pat Shermers of the world, um, they just – typically they get you to, like, a firm 6-10 and 10 season, play fundamental football, but are just kind of out, outdated. The Cowboys look lost on both yeah, offense and their, defense. Yeah, um, worst start since 2015, so – Again, nobody nobody feels bad for them except maybe feeling bad for Dak. But that's it. You're either a Cowboys fan or you despise the Cowboys. There's there's really not a middle ground there. So I don't hate them being bad, um, but this is tough to see. I I feel like he's going to be one and done. But that's kind of a tangent. I disagree. I think that Jerry will give him at least one more year. Um, they need. They are trying to clean house in that locker room. Someone has to step up. You know, Marty Cooper isn't. You know, Zeke isn't. There's no real leadership with Dak on, and that's one of the huge problems. You know, you know, Jerry Jones can't do everything himself, so he can't be in that locker room. I mean, he, he wants to do everything leader. himself. That's, yeah. I mean, that's been part of the lack of, lack of success for the last. But I you know, don't pin this 25 all on years. McCarthy. 
No, that, that'd be unfair of me. Okay, here's the thing. He gets brought in, basically lies on his resume saying how he's revamped, you know, his coaching philosophies and whatnot. Hires all he of his... He did what, that QB camp? Yeah, I mean, uh, he, I, he, he, he had scout teams. No, or? he basically just he just basically hung out with Pro Football Focus for a weekend and then like went hunting the next and was like, yeah, spent yeah, a I week got at uh, Jerry Jones's mansion, which that got to be nice. I'd I'd do that. <laughs> I'd be I'd be sure. Just yeah, all the Jerry had him over for a little sleepover. All the Johnny Walker Blue Label you could. You could Why we are on that game? Why we are on the subject of the Cowboys? They are eight point dogs against the Eagles. That is unfortunately... 88% of the money is on the Eagles, and 64% of the bets is on the Eagles. Yeah, that is. this is uh, unfortunately... For a Sunday night football. Our Sunday night game, more than likely going to be... The um, worst... Mr. Does it, is this the worst ratings it's going to get for Sunday night football? Hey, there's, people are still going to tune in to watch the Cowboys hopefully lose. I'm tuning in for Chris Collinsworth. I'm tuning in to see Ben DiNucci get wrecked. Hey, 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 I have some... Yeah, yeah, he'd probably get wrecked, yeah. Zeke's going to do nothing. Hopefully Amari does something for the sake of my god dang fantasy team. But Carson Wentz, he stinks. Miles Sanders, he's banged up. And Alshon Jeffrey probably won't play this week. This will be – take the under or whatever it's set at. It's set at 43. I'm taking the under in a nice snooze fest. Hopefully be in bed by probably like 930 this game goes as planned. Here's the thing. This is this is the type of game you would think that the Eagles would be able to control from the opening whistle. Do but I it's hear, probably you're taking the Cowboys. No, 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 no. Money I, line. I, I just said I, money line. I am staying well away. What I'm saying is I feel like it's going to be a sloppy Sunday night game. Oh, for sure. It's a, it, it's either going to – either the Eagles are going to – everybody's going to be talking about how they figure out their offense. They're going to put up 40 points. They're going to win 40-10. to 10. The line just moved to nine. So or it's, it's going to be a 14-13 I'm Slugfest. I'm taking the boys plus nine. That's a lean. Don't quote me on that. Stick around later on the show for the C-Ball special guarantee. He's one and one on the show. He's excited for this weekend. He won some big bets, small bets. He's made $500. You could have caught him at Rivers Casino last night at the Teller. We will move on to the Saints and the Bears. The Bears cost me a lot of money over the weekend, but that's okay because they stink. We know who the real Nick Foles is now. We know the Bears are the worst five and two team in NFL history. Cleo Mack still great. David Montgomery has the legs of a refrigerator. I mean, Allen Robinson paid the man or get him out of town. I mean, this Bears team disappointed me. They they just upset me. And Matt Nagy, the second worst play caller, if not the best or the worst play caller. In the National Football League. Not only did they disappoint you, they disappointed America. I mean, Monday Night Football is supposed to be. It was you know, good for. It was also good for me because they got exposed for who they are against the Rams last weekend. They. Uh, it was. It was an incredibly boring game, and I think overshadowing the Bears' ineptitude was the lack of you know explosion and consistency from the Rams. But uh, we're focused on the Bears and Saints right now. I. This is a game. Either the Saints are going to have their way with them. Or Nick Foles is going to pull out some sort of magic like he did against uh, the Buccaneers a couple weeks ago on Thursday Night Football. Uh, I think it'll really come down to Michael Thomas and whether a he plays and just buys in, you know, to what they have going on right now and doesn't disrupt the chemistry. Yeah, he might punch a teammate in the face. For him <laughs> so you, you never know. You better What's check your At least at upset. least get him out there and have him. Um, you know, if he's still injured, get him out there and then just have him punch a bear. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just I, I mean, you know, don't punch Khalil Mack because that's probably. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, like I mean, if 
if they if if you think you know if we can take Mac out of the game, just have Thomas go straight for Mac. He is. Did you see the word um, Thomas won last year? The what? Crybaby of the year. C O Y. Can't stand Mike. Yeah. Hey. He, he does deserve that award now that A.B. is out of the league. Now he's back in the league. So that Crybaby of the Year award is back up for grabs. So America split also 55% of the bets are on the Saints and 52% of the money is on the Bears as the Bears are 3-2 and two in their last five against the spread. Saints, 1-4 against the spread in their last five. On the road. Going to the windy city of Chicago. I've been there. It is very windy. I forgot to bring my jacket. Worst decision I've made in 10 years. How's the pizza there? I went to Al's Beef, and Al's Beef has really good pizza. So I, that was one of the stops I went there. It was awesome. Saw the White Sox and the Cubs. It was freezing, but pizza's good there. It's all a protest. I don't know what the, it was outside the courthouse. I don't know what they were protesting. I went two years ago. That was kind of cool to see. But um, I'm taking the Saints in this one. Screw the Bears at this point. No, nah, yeah, I like the Saints as They're well. They're on my do not bet list. I think they are going to um, – they've had a slow first half uh, this season, but I think they're going to rebound here coming up in the second half. Uh, as long as Drew Brees' arm stays attached to his body, they're always going to have a chance. And as I long think, as they're feeding Camara, they, they'll yeah, always have a chance. I think they figured out their philosophy um, in the direction they want to go. They score, were a little bit lost score, early score. on. Touchdown, Carolina. Now, Jay, can you take over the show real quick while I live bet the Atlanta Falcons? Yeah, so it is, um, you know, it's very interesting to think about uh, the NFC West this year, in my opinion, because they may represent all – all the teams in the NFC West may be represented in the playoffs. Teams are going to uh, seven this year. That means three wild cards. So all three wild cards can be from the same division. If you expect each team there, if they are currently at least at 500 or above, actually I believe they're just all over 500 outright, they have a very strong chance. Think about it. Packers are probably going to lock down the North. If the Bears continue to be frauds, boom. Nobody from the North besides Packers. The South is where it's going to be tricky. It's going to come down to the Buccaneers and the Saints. I think at least one of those teams is, you know, better than the Rams slash the Cardinals. So just depending on how the record and everything shakes out, and there's no chance the NFC East is going to uh, represent more than one team. They shouldn't even represent one team, in my opinion, um, this year. It's They're absolutely god-awful. So that's something to look out for. That would be kind of cool, especially in the first year of the NFL doing this, um, having a seven-team playoff in each league. It would just be kind of cool. It would, you know, more rivalries in the playoffs, better ratings, um, and you would get more of the better teams. I am back as I just locked that sucker in for plus 142. So if the Falcons win tomorrow, I'm a rich man. Who'd you Anyways, get the, what? Oh, you got the yeah, Falcons? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A little Thanks. unpopular decision, but I'm hot as the sun's bare ass, so we will ride me. The 49ers and the Seahawks. 49ers come in at plus three. Seahawks, minus three. Uh, 53% of the money and the bets are on the Seahawks in this one. Seahawks, that game was interesting. Good for Kyler Murray. The real Kyler Murray showed up. I don't like the um, 
Cardinals Twitter account trying to add Kyler Murray in the MVP race because he's nowhere near that right now. So that the um, well, intern needs fired for that. But, will, the, um, will the real Kyler Murray please stand up? Oh, wait, hold on. Is is that him behind that fifth grader over there? All right. Okay, there, there, there he is. Right, yes. Hey, there he hey is. he'll beat him in a race, though. Okay, yeah. Dude, I, I, I love the move that he does, especially whenever, whenever he's running, you know, at the camera, uh, like at that side of the field. Whenever he's running towards the sideline trying to evade a defender, he does, like, the, like, the, it, he doesn't juke. He does, like, a sick, like, he, like, he makes the, basically, route of, like, a sickle for, like, a sickle and hammer, like, the sickle. He just, like, comes at the dude and then, like, does this roundabout. It is awesome, um, especially considering he's built, like, a mini fridge, uh, just very stout. Uh, but somehow very very quick. Uh, he takes like the little tiniest little baby steps, but he hey, he gets he gets to where he needs to be in a hurry. Electric game last week. Every single week they look smarter and smarter for pulling off that DeAndre Hopkins trade. That was a wild game. That was, that was an awesome Sunday Night Football. Oh oh, certain yeah. certainly yeah. I mean we went into it in more detail, but I think they've proven themselves to be legit, which is. Which is nice, mm, and that's a strong word to be thrown around at my table here. Oh, I mean, okay, so maybe not, you know, legit, not as in contenders, but you know that they're on I the right that they're on the right direction. They basically way. gave him the money that cost the own Hawaii, and to a college coach that doesn't, I don't think deserves it. Cliff, I'm not sold on Kingsbury at all. Good for Kyler, but that's a he cannot run. Uh, Simmons had his first interception last week. I just yes. pulled his rookie card today, so good mm. for me. Oh, I also pulled a Joe Burrow. Oh, wow. Actually worth some money. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on uh, some few rookie cards, but uh, my collection's coming along. Uh, those aren't worth shit without them being signed or having, like, the memorabilia attached to it, though, so. Yeah, but so I should give back my talk early rookie card. I, mean, I did just get a signed I mean, Fitzpatrick at rookie card, uh, that's, though. Oh, that's sweet. That's, that's sweet. That's sweet. So, uh, give me the Seahawks in this one. Just straight up money line as a lean, of course. I think this is this is going to be the week. Oh, I'm going Seattle. Uh, or n- not Seattle, San Francisco. I think oh. this. I think even further, this is going to be the week where they, even though they got Carlos Dunlap, they are more than one piece away from having a competent defense. And the 49ers are rounding into good shape. Um maybe not as healthy as you would like them to be, but they have top two or three coach in the NFL, in my opinion. They're always going to be competitive. As Offensive, long. Uh, so mine's his schematics and scheme and everything else. That way he is. I don't – not really – obviously he's top three, but we could even do that list. And yeah, I'm sure day. I could debate you on that because he's not top three. I mean, play caller, coach, motivator, I think he's just uh, – innovative, whatever you want to call them. I already sleeps with one eye open because of the Super Bowl. Well, but, bo- both Super Bowls that, yeah. that he's been a part of. Either way, I like I like San Francisco, even though it's at Seattle. Twelfth, uh, No fans, no 12th man. That matters. Um, it's basically a neutral field, not far travel. Um, Wilson has been slipping up in recent weeks, and the 49ers well, that, are getting healthier on defense. Yes, but that's because he was on an unbelievable rate. It was like that one year, I think it was 16. But he's making mistakes. But I think it was 16 with Antonio Brown when he like broke every single record possible. Remember, what do you have, like 116 catches? And 
whatever back back when they had the killer bees and it was like that like ab's career like that's what russ started as like mvp talks he was unbelievable that tyler lockett touchdown that was a great throw it is mental mistakes well, but you're gonna it. have that though yeah because he just started his new podcast trying to compete with us so maybe that's where his head's at that makes sense that makes i mean sense. that would that i'll be, check out the timing yeah but that does make sense yeah i mean he's getting bigger guests than us but they don't have me so i mean it balances out uh, we will turn on to, yes, big first Dan. Rise up. Julio is insane. Yeah. That I was going to take freak. his over on catches freak. at five and a half. He's but a it was freak. Like, DraftKings gets you at like minus 180 odds, so it's not even worth it. But let's move on to the six and one Steelers and the six and one, or five and one Baltimore Ravens. What, you think six and one after this week? No. Um, give me the Steelers to cover. Uh, yeah, what the hell? Give me the Steelers money line. Ravens have been, Ravens have been playing with fire for a while now. Like you said, they're two and three against the spread in the last five. They, they, especially their defense takes advantage of weaker offenses and having a lead because they blitz a lot. They like to create turnovers, which is good, especially their secondary is better than their friend seven is. Um, but they've had a couple opt-outs and injuries that have affected them in the front seven. And this is a game where I think um, a prototypical, like now Steelers, you know, I get they have been, but they're not this high-flying offense. Run the ball, make, you know, the the short passing game an extension of the running game. You, it, This is one of the things that you have to score almost every time you have the ball. And if you're not going to score, you can't be doing three and outs because with the Ravens, it's more about a matter of time, not if they're going to be able to have, you know, a long sustained drive where they just impose their will. So it, Baltimore is basically the Tennessee Titans with Lamar as the running a better, back but with their a game worse, script. With a worse quarterback. Yes. Well, Tannehill is better. Well, I'm, I'm calling Lamar Jackson uh, D. Henry. In a running back, as in okay. you take them out of their game plan, Steelers go up twenty-one-three or control the tempo like they did oh, last certainly, game. Oh, certainly, certainly. Oh, well, that's no, that's yeah. There, there's no chance. And you make that, them throw the ball and. Well, that's the difference. You have a guy like Tannehill down 20, 20 points. He right, has a whoa, chance. Whoa, 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 Lamar, whoa, whoa, no whoa. chance. Yeah, I agree with that, but there's no we could be better than Lamar with no chance. Sixty-three percent of the bets are on the Steelers. Fifty-five percent. Of the money is no, actually on keep Baltimore. sleeping on them. They're undefeated for a reason. It's not a fluke. Yeah. It's not a fluke. A lot of hate. A lot, and that's why Tomlin. I love that guy. He, he. I love his like mystery quotes that you're like, what the hell does that mean? I love when he says, "Shut up the noise." I think he has like an app or website where he like basically like does a shuffle of like three different things that he and like he just has said or like sayings that you might hear, and it's just like everything sounds like a combination. Of a couple different things that have been said. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. So I do some homework for the show, and um, I listen to the Mike Tomlin show, and it's it's quite the quite the quite the head scratcher. He was like, "Well, why why um, NFL scoring is up?" He they one guy asked, "NFL scoring is up. Do you think um, that'll go down now that teams are catching fire?" He goes, "I don't know about any other team, but I hope our scoring stays the same." That's what he said, and just Coach T. Big math guy, he knows he knows what he's doing. The NFL's best rivalry takes it up a notch this Sunday. The Steelers and Ravens are a combined eleven and one this season. 
That's a 0.917 win percentage will be the highest entering a Steelers and Ravens game in series history. So we're talking a bloodbath in the AFC North. Ben has to stay healthy. Someone's someone's leave it. That's just the way AFC North football is. You ask anybody, that's the way AFC. This, it's hard-nosed, tough. It's just so sad. This game is primed for Sunday Night Football. It has Sunday Night Football yeah. written all over it, and we're mm-hmm. getting stuck with the Cowboys-Eagles. Whatever. Whatever. They can keep hating. I didn't look who we got this week on the announcers. Did you catch that? No. Don't be an eagle. I I, yeah, um, I would love Romo again. I love yeah, getting I'll, Romo. I'll, but I'll whatever. check that. I'll check that. Um, no, actually, when we I go think, into break. And um, no, no, we're CBS. Yeah, we're CBS one o'clock. For some reason, I, I was thinking we were Fox, but that's not true. Yeah, no, next week we are on Fox. Uh, a, yeah, probably America's Game of the Week uh, against the boys. Yeah, four twenty-five. Hopefully we crush them. Uh, against the spread, dogs won 51% of the time this season. Hammer down the Steelers spread. I got it at four and a half Monday. I went down to the casino last night, locked them in at plus four. I love that. I They're still sleeping on them. They think this deep. The, I don't know why they're plus four. I mean, I, I'd have them at th- a field goal maybe, but I think that they win – I think they win this game. I mean, I don't have the balls to take their money line, but give me the points I will. for sure. I just think that if Ben stays healthy, they do that run game and they come out firing. Big first down by Matty Ice. He, 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 he's throwing the ball well, but at least from this angle, he has he's having a little trouble getting zip on those passes. There. Probably the angle you're at. You're at a sharp angle there. All right, and we will come out of the break. We will give our top three favorite Halloween candy. We want you guys to stay safe and come back with us on Monday. So have a hell of a Halloween. We will be right back after the break. Join the chat. Active in the chat. Gasp underscore podcast. Every time we're live, we tweet the link. Come join us live. We have a comment section. We will answer mid-shift if you have any questions for us. And I got some good news. Good news. Jake, you want to hear some good news? Lay it on me. Confirmed. Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Tracy Wolfson in the Berg or in Baltimore Sunday. That's fine. And then we got Brad Allen as the referee. That is the Best you know, thing that could happen to us. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the um, – don't quote me on this and don't double-check me. I think we're undefeated whenever Romo – We are. Whenever we have him. been and Romo's calling the game, we're undefeated. We're, yeah. I mean, he let us don't, down He let us down a few weeks it. ago. Not going to lie. But hopefully he's better. He'll be he'll be all juiced up Sunday like he always is. Him against the ball t- – I, I mean, oh, how yeah, is it I, hard not to be juiced when the Browns are getting their ass kicked? You know what Absolutely. I mean? All right. Since Halloween is this weekend – we will do th- top three Halloween candy. And then one, the worst thing you've gotten of all time while trick-or-treating. I will start first with number three, Reese Cups. Can't get wrong with Reese Cups. Breaking news before we start this, Trevor Lawrence, COVID-19. Positive case. Wow. So our, our podcast is breaking news now. Out Saturday 
against some other scrub wow. ACC team, but I believe we're the first podcast to report it. Wow. Look and this us. is live on Twitch. This is live. Sources. Breaking what are the sources? Uh, we don't need a source. We are Bleacher the Report. Via Bleacher Report. I am the We are not the source. We don't We are your source. Yes. America. Uh, Reese's Cups is my. He is getting three. nothing for. He is getting no candies this year because he can't go Halloween because he has to quarantine. Yep. But I thought college. Wonder if the Jets were going to call it and send him like a gift basket or something. Make probably. It, yeah. The, the NCAA will probably suspend the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said Reese's Cups number three. Number three. Yes. Uh, um, it's I'm, a sack. I'm gonna go, go Twix. Twix. I think it's underrated, but it just doesn't have the top tier taste crunch. Rise up, to baby. To be number one or two. Let's go. Number. Give me your number two. My number two. It's a personal number two. Almond Joys. Huge, huge fan. I think that blend of coconut and chocolate is unmatched. You can get, you know, the caramel, peanut butter, chocolate crunch from anything. Almond Joy does it just right. I'm not going to grill you on that because that's a personal preference. But those stink. I mean, god damn. You, you making a list. Ugh, you should be suspended immediately for that. Number two is Snickers. Love Snickers. Can't go wrong with those. If you want to give me that for Halloween, I'll accept them. And, I'll consider uh, it. I considered uh, it. Consider no. it. Uh, give me your uh, number one here. Big number one. My number one. Drum roll, please. Don't let me down. Kit Kat. The, the perfect. Just break it off. Guess what? Perfect crunch. Guess what? What? You're a smart guy because that's my number one, too. Kit Kats. I had one just before I came over. Those are always been my favorite. Can't get wrong with Kit Kats. Now, uh, we're also going to do our dishonorable mention. We're going to do the worst, not only candy, the worst thing to get. Because there's some houses out there that like to throw in all sorts of, you know, honestly stuff. They act like it's like a spring cleaning type of day. They just get rid of all their One time, Guess one time I got dryer sheets. That's, like, were they used? No. Were they used? No, 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 no. They were in the. Whatever. Dryer sheets, though. You're giving those to twelve year olds dryer sheets. I got Advil one time. Hey. It was like a smells like a fresh eleven. Give me that. that. Sick. I love when they have that laid out on the table. Take what you want. Hey. That or uh please take one and then you just dump the whole thing in your bag. Oh. For me, uh my dishonorable mention, uh anything peeps related. I, They're not bad. I find you gotta be in the mood. Peeps are I get they're they're more popular around Easter time, but Halloween is the other big time for peeps. I think they're disgusting. I think that marshmallow fluff is disgusting, and then that just sugary coating is even more foul. Um, I've never actually consumed an entire peep. I've taken a bite of one and spit it back out, uh, but I hate getting them. And I think anybody that does get them should be eligible for like the purge or something. I just give them away. I just either trade them or give them to my grandma. But my number one, or my worst thing I get that I hate, purple huggies. Who the hell gives me purple huggies? At least give me the blue ones or the red ones. But purple, that's like giving it, that's the worst flavor of all time. Horrible. Purple huggies. Yikes. And I know know you guys listening agree with me. I would take purple over red, though. No, no, no. See, this, you were doing so well. You were doing (laughs) so well. All right, now, on a beautiful Halloween weekend, we're getting ready for some football, some college football, if you're into it. We're going to leave you with some parting thoughts and shots. 
Go ahead, Jake. Yeah, so the big news out of college football, not only now we are, we got the uh, report that Trevor Lawrence is going to be out, another big-name quarterback, Graham Mertz from Wisconsin, also out. I think that it's rearing its ugly head with especially people who they consider to be amateurs. Um, you know, these people are not compensated, you know, in terms of monetary value. I understand they do get a scholarship, other perks and everything, but – you're seeing them just be used as pawns in the game for the NCAA and college football. And a lot of them are fine with it, and a lot of them probably felt like they didn't have any other choice. But it's hard. You know, me, I guess, like, my parting thought is the NCAA and, you know, all these other conferences, they lied. They they should have just said, like, hey, we understand the risk. We're going to do our best to mitigate it. But their their pitch was these kids are safer here than they are anywhere else. College football has to go on X, Y, Z. It doesn't have to. Uh, we have to focus on safety and other stuff. And I love football and college football as much as the next guy, but uh, you want people to be safe. You want people to make smart decisions, listen to experts. Um, and I think you're just, you know, college football is just a microcosm of people just ignoring it just for pleasure. Over to you, Seaball. Now, if you caught me last Thursday – you guys want some money. I hammered down on some. And if you missed that episode, playback. Here we go with the parting thoughts and shots here. The Seaball special guarantee of the weekend is a parlay of the Packers, Steelers, and Chargers at plus 91. Hammered down that one. I would throw a lot on it. Maybe a mortgage, maybe a house. I trust Air Bear in this one. You're welcome. And I'm coming back at you with a parlay. Get your phones out. Go, go to DraftKings, FanDuel, Barstool, down the rivers. Don't put a mortgage on this one. Put Do two mortgages on this one. Exactly. Responsibly. Of course, yeah, always bet responsibly. But um, not when you're making 500 Oh, whoa. All right, not, not bragging here. Stay humble. That's how we keep it moving. How you doing? Keep it moving. Give me the Colts, Rams. Steelers plus four, I locked that in at a plus 385. I like the Steelers down to three and a half. Three if you're feeling, you know, a little frisky. But give me the Colts, Steelers plus four, and the L.A. Rams. Hammer down. What's that at currently, did you say? Plus 385. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that was, that a was rich, but. Hey, I, I hit a uh, big one last week at, um. I think it was plus three something. So yeah, I'm a big, I'm, I'm a big teaser guy. I had two, two, yeah, uh, I don't three, play with the teasers. two, three leg teasers. I like one eighty. It looks so juicy, like a Big Mac, and I'm just like, need to take off my Big Mac. But um, thank you for joining with us for this forty minutes. If you lasted this long, come back Monday and expect more greatness. I am Jake Egged. Thank you for tuning in. I am Sebo as always. Make sure you subscribe, like, rate, share. Tell your, you know, tell your mother, tell your father, tell your grandmother, tell whoever. Out trick or treating. Let the kids know. Um, everybody be safe. Have a, have a, have oh, a yeah. nice Halloween weekend. Um, one, la- one last thing. Are you going out for Halloween? I am not. Well, I am. And I'm going as a doctor. I'm ready. Dr. Sebo. It makes sense. You're usually a clown 364 days a year. All right, all right. That's that's your cue. Thank you, everybody.